So I see, as we all know, you've taken a month off drinking. I have, yep. And this is the second episode that we've yep. recorded in this month. So I'm sure, you know, things are starting to grate a little bit. So I thought this would be a great time to taunt you. Uh, okay. So I'm going to taunt AC with the, what I like to call the world's most delicious alcohol. What? Oh, Victoria God. Bitter. That's for old Papa. Oh. So I'll be I'll be enjoying some delicious Victoria Bitter during He's this episode. drinking VB. That's right. That's uh, disgusting. So Why? ha ha ha, I get to drink VB. Okay. Ha ha. Yes. You, know, you I, can't. I, you don't get any. Good. I'm, I'm thinking like I'm being a teetotaler forever. Just you waving that in front of my face. Neener, neener, neener. You? But don't worry, AC. I've thought of you too. Oh. I don't want to leave you out. Um, now, I know you, are, you don't drink this. You're not drinking. No. So don't worry. Okay. I've, I've, I've got what I think is perfect for you because, you know, these days, AC, you're not... You're not um, you're not getting drunk. You know, you don't need you don't need booze to be happy because you're high on life. <laughs> right? So yeah, I, oh, yeah, so I, I mean, bought you uh, a six pack life. of life. There you go, my friend. <laughs> that's that's uh, Germany's finest Holston alcohol free beer. Zero point zero zero. What did I do to deserve this? Mm-mm. So you can enjoy those. I'll enjoy my delicious alcohol Victoria free bitter. since '93. <laughs> That's right. Oh. They, used, they used to have alcohol in them, but they decided it tasted better without. <laughs> so God, I feel like like. And by the way, you can't give those back to me. They're yours now. <laughs> if you want to throw them in the bin, that's fine. What are, what am I gonna do with alcohol free beer? All right, all right. Enjoy the delicious taste of life. I'm I'm gonna actually. <laughs> Are these are these are these are pop tops? Oh god! All right, this German beers. We have to get a uh, a bottle opener. All right. So I'll I'll just sing a little bit while you go do that. Don't sing. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime girl. Give me a kiss, my wife. Baby, my heart's on fire. Is your daughter working up yet? Because I'm really trying this this week. I'm really trying to wake her up. God, I hate you so much. <laughs> all right, this is the longest sound test ever. Imagine it, like if this sound test doesn't work. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't... How am I going to fake this? Yeah, I My my unbridled enthusiasm for alcohol-free beer. Well, bottoms up, dearie. Uh, Yes. Uh, Thank you, mummy. Here's to you, here's to me, best of friends will always be, and if by chance we disagree, then fuck you and here's to me. (laughs) Mm. Mm, I'm sure yours actually probably tastes better than mine. Um, You know what? (laughs) That is exactly what I thought alcohol-free beer would taste like. (laughs) I'm Steven. I'm Chris. I'm Stargate Pioneer. And I'm the French-Canadian sensation. And we're the official GunnaGeek.com podcast, a podcast member of the GunnaGeek Network. Just like the one you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual host. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. And get ready, because geekiness begins in three, two, one. Let's geek! Hello, all you lovely people in internet land, and welcome to episode 66 of Game Life Balance Australia. I'm your host, Robert Bailey, and I'm joined, as always, by the former Prime Minister of Australia, Andrew A.C. Yoshimura. I was only in there two hours. It didn't last very long. Well, 
Look, they they didn't like my green policy, specifically my soylent green policy. <laughs> hey, look, I, as far as I'm concerned, I had you had my full support for that one. Look, there was a lottery, mm. um, and then we ate people. The lottery just didn't really come into it. I mean, you win, you lose. We're going to eat you anyway. It was a good policy. Look, I I think it would do, do a lot of good for our like you know our population problems. I, I got uh, through. I got through about fifty percent. Mm-hmm. Of my deputy. <laughs> Before I realised that rich, old white men don't taste any good. No. No, they're too stringy. Even with a lot of... even. I mean, to be fair, they do taste like port. Mm. Yes. They seem to be port fueled. a lot of those guys. It's very marinated. But no, not, not, a, not a good taste. That's fair enough. Yeah, you need to get... You want something like exotic spicy food, you've got to eat a good, like, uh, you know... Like, wait, I'm, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> I almost went there, I see. You, I was kind Did you of, see the racism almost? I, I just wanted to see which particular nationality you're going to pick on. I would have said the Tasmanians. I would have probably said, I probably would have like checked myself in the last minute and said like the Spanish. Because <laughs> they're that's spicy. That's spicy meatball. And they're white enough that it's not racist. God. Bringing out the racism at a minute 40 into the podcast. Look, AC, some of my best friends are Spanish. That's not true that's at all. That's not true at all. You don't, you have two friends. <laughs> Are you Spanish? I am not Spanish. Damn it. Crap, I guess I'm racist. <laughs> That's all right. That's fine. I've kind of suspected I you, am. You've, we've all had our inkling. Yeah. Inkling for a while. One would almost say you're a wizard <laughs> at racistry. You might say I'm the, the grand wizard. <laughs> God. Uh, um, we're playing a game. See, I, I segued us, I segued us to our, our game. You tried to get us there and I pulled us right back. <laughs> You, you didn't you didn't pull us back. You jumped over. <laughs> and then you went right to the KKK. That's not a bad idea. I might do that after this podcast. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I, for, all, for, for reals, folks, racism isn't very funny. Unless it's against nationalities that aren't yours. And then it's, <laughs> it's pretty good. In other words, you're a racist. <laughs> oh, no. No, wait. No, that came out wrong. <laughs> no. Freedom of speech? No, that doesn't work. Damn it. Okay. I can't pull that card. All right. So we are playing, or we have played, Wiz Orb. Wiz Orb. <laughs> I just the I'd, Orbs of Wiz. I just thought I'd let that hang you know for where, a while. <laughs> I like a nice pregnant pause. You, you know where Wiz comes from? Oh. The Orb. Ah. Now I get it. So Wiz Orb, despite all appearances, is a game. It is. It's a video game. It is a game that was gifted to me. Gift, gifted is a strong word. It was a game that was hoisted upon me. Yeah, I think it was forced upon Involuntarily. <laughs> by my um, <clears throat> friend of many, many years until yesterday, <laughs> Robert Bailey. <laughs> Actually, the game's not that bad. We, um, uh, we were not sure what to do this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, as is the case, because... We do a lot of retro stuff on the show. We don't want to do retro all the time. No. And every time we seem to do something that's not retro, there's still like a hint of retroism about it. Retroism, is that a word? <laughs> anyway, it turns out that this is one of those. Yeah. So this game was uh, released, if you will, into the wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was tagged for scientific purposes. <laughs> that's right. Put a marker on it. Yep. See, see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2011. That's right. And... It was made by uh, a studio. Studio's name is Tribute Games. Yep. And they're from Canada. They're from Quebec. 
in Canada. And they have a bit of a pedigree you were telling me before. Yeah, I guess so. So they are former Ubisoft employees. Mm -hmm. um, And I think some of the guys who worked on Wizard previously worked on games like um, Scott Pilgrim, uh, the beat-em-up, which was, I think, very pretty well-received at the time. Uh, Yeah, and they've kind of made it their business to do these kind of throwback-y video games, hearkening back to the games that they loved Hmm. when they were kids. And and this game takes its inspiration from basically the the sub-genre of games, the the Breakout clones. Um, So Breakout was an early arcade game, which basically like Pong, uh, except unlike Pong... Vertical. You have... uh, Yeah, there's only one... Only one player. You've got one paddle down the <clears throat> bottom that moves uh, left to right. That's right. There's a whole bunch of blocks up the top, and there is a ball. As the ball ricochets off the wall and into the blocks, the blocks will uh, disappear. Disappear, and you get points. And you get points for that, and it will um, bounce back to you. Yeah. And, of course, if you miss the ball, you're out. Yeah, so it's kind of like a, like almost like a squash, like a single-player squash game with blocks that you have to hit. Yeah. Kind of a deal. Um, a weird game, but, you know, one that... Caught on. People quite liked the original arcade game. It was fairly popular. There have been a lot of clones for Breakout over the years. Yeah. Um, there's a famous story about um, Steve Jobs and uh, Steve Wozniak. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly Steve Wozniak actually producing a Breakout arcade with very minimal chipsets. That's like right. he did it with very, very few, and it wasn't producible because of the way he did it. Mm. Um, but I think he got paid a lot of money, and like Steve Jobs stole most of it. I think and didn't tell about like Steve Wozniak Look. about the um, about the bonus, which tells you the kind of guy that uh, you know Jobsy was, and he's dead now. So there you go. Guess who isn't Steve Wozniak? <laughs> continuing the um, the hallow tradition on Game Life Balance Australia of speaking ill of the dead. <laughs> Fuck Steve Jobs. I'm glad that fucker is dead. Yeah, he like actually that that's, that's a lie. I'm not glad he's dead, but he was he was a bit of a fucker. <laughs> Really? Look, yeah, I'm going to stay out of that one, but I, I'm not sure of the details of that. But yeah, it's interesting that it had that had that that lineage, I guess. Yeah, back to the founders of Apple, basically. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, this was for Atari at the time, it wasn't Atari job? Mm-hmm. The uh, the arcade game was was quite popular. It was actually very colourful yeah. as well. I had a lot of the blocks were, were quite colourful, which was quite clever. Yeah. Um, there were many a clone of it. Uh, some of the more memorable ones... Well, there was Super Breakout that came out Super a Breakout, few years yep. later. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the really big, I think, shift for this genre was when Arkanoid came out in the 80s. Yep. Um, and Arkanoid was by Taito. That's right. And and that introduced a lot of the mechanics that are in Wizorb, which is things like power-ups and mm. special abilities and things moving around on the screen that you have to hit just just basically shaking up the formula by yeah the same basic gameplay is there mm. they just added things from different games yeah and mm. they made it a bit more it's kind of like mm. a zhuzhed up like fancier version of breakout but at the end of the day it's still breakout it's still breakout right yeah and uh um i kind of really want like arkanoid came with a special paddle control the only game that used a paddle controller right. for the it's worth, nes it's, Famicom. Actually, we really should explain that first of all is that all of the uh, arcade Breakout games are paddle control. Yep. So, so paddle just means a dial. It's basically, basically. dialed, and you move because you're really only moving this this paddle on the screen like left and right. You're not mm. moving it up and down at all. More back in time. So you really just need a, like a dial is perfectly, um, um, you know, equipped to do the job. Yeah. Um, and the other options for controlling these kinds of games are t- 
you know, to a lesser or greater extent, not as good as a paddle mm. um, because they're designed for that. Um, so that, I just needed to get that out of there because it is kind of important to the discussion about this genre. It is. Um, and uh, I do not actually own a paddle. Yeah. Interestingly enough, okay. uh, I do not own... I have a lot of peripherals mm. and uh, and gaming controllers, but a, um, a dial paddle is not one of them, interestingly enough. I think the Intellivision had, came with one or maybe the... I know there are a few Atari games... You, Twenty seven games yeah. needed needed a dial. It did. Um, I don't have one of those. So that's interesting. Yeah. But um, the other the other game I wanted to bring up was um, an obscure Famicom game of the Adventure Island series, which uh, you and I have actually covered on our previous show, Bitsy. We've talked a lot about Adventure Island recently. Haven't yeah, we, we have. <laughs> uh, well, this one is called Bug to Honey, which was like a platformer yes. which would suddenly break out into break out into a breakout clone, there effectively. You go. And, uh, like, that was just bizarre because the two sort of gameplay modes really didn't match yeah, there. Yeah, it's very jarring but, mix. Yeah. But I will say, this is when I found out about Rob's seriously weird perversion <laughs> of the King. Breakout, That's like, right. games and clones. Like, he really loves Breakout. Hey, look, don't... Like, don't, he really loves Breakout. Don't fetish shame me, AC. I'm allowed to be... I'm not like a I'm, king I'm hurting shame, anyone. I think it's actually... You, no. King shame, fine. Right? I'll use the incorrect terminology as i do because i'm 36 and out of touch um yeah look in fact you could you could say ac the whole reason i suggested wizorb for this podcast was so i could talk about breakout it is the entire and sole reason because why you did this i've suggested different breakout games multiple times but it's been knocked back because essentially they're hard to emulate properly um no, yeah i mean i have breakout in a few different sources but i yeah. do not i want to actually play, play it with, with a dial. paddle yeah and that's why i suggested wizorb because yeah. wizorb is Designed for PC yep. and, and console, and it was designed with the mouse in mind, Indeed, I think. which is a good substitute, really, just for going <clears throat> left and right. Yeah, and so, the mouse is probably the next best thing to yep. a dial, I would say. Yeah. So basically, you're a wizard um, yeah. that starts off in a town, you can talk to people, then you go out and you play Breakout against enemies. You've got to hit enemies, you've got to break blocks. When all of the blocks are destroyed... Mm-hmm. Then you can pass to the next level, yeah. Uh, And so at at the start of the level, like the wizard with his staff, like the top of his staff morphs into a ball and he morphs into the paddle down the bottom. I think he turns into the ball and the staff is the paddle. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. That's what I think. Okay. Um, (laughs) I'm getting my Wizorb lore wrong here. But that's that's all right. All this Wizorb fandom. You're kink shaming me now, but that's all right. (laughs) Is your kink to like get facts about games wrong? About anything made after the year 2000, apparently so, yes. You must be incredibly horny all the time. (laughs) Don't I know it, baby. Sorry. I don't even bother wearing pants anymore. It's just just a hassle. All right. Now, the temperature in the rooms has gone up a notch. (laughs) Hey, hey. It's cold Canberra day. Uh, yeah, so that's... Yeah, the conceit of the game is that you're this wizard and it's like fantasy, you know. Yeah. So there are RPG elements, which is basically the town you start in. You can go and interact with people there. and Yeah, the way it works is the town's been destroyed and you earn gold from playing the game. And then you can go back to that town and like rebuild the town by giving the villagers money mm. to like fix their houses. Um, so that's really the extent of kind of the meta game really the, the, the rpg elements are mainly in the game when you're playing and you can like go to sh- the shops in levels mm. if you are, you can like, hit a block and it'll drop a key and if you collect the key then it'll open a door in the level like in in the wall of the level mm. and then if you manage to bounce your ball into that hole 
you can go to the shop and you can buy like extra lives or more magic power because there's this special maybe mm. we should talk about the special abilities so we'll just um, quickly touch on that the yeah. um the special abilities you have two abilities effectively mm-hmm. well kind of three but we'll start with the two main ones we have two and then you actually they're different if yeah. you use them when the ball hits the paddle yeah so so yeah there is a um there is a fireball, which you can launch to get rid of blocks that are just in a corner and kind of difficult to, for the ball to get to. Yeah. Because this game does drag on a little bit sometimes. Yeah, I think without the abilities, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. The abilities kind of help and alleviate some of the difficultness. The other yeah. one is like a, a wind that will blow the ball in a certain direction, which is also very <clears> handy <throat> because, you know, it'll, it'll just keep bouncing around and, you know, it'll eventually come back to you because that's what it does. Yeah. But, it uh, changes the direction the yeah. ball is moving in. So yeah. we should also say that this is a pixel art style game. Uh, kind of, uh, you know, when, when indies started to become a bit more popular. Yeah, 2011. And this is the early period of, like, the rise of the indies, really. Yeah. And it was, it was a, um, you know, it, it doesn't look to me like an old console game. It looks to me like an er, like a, a late 80s to early 90s computer game, like what you'd see on the Amiga or what you'd see on like an IBM clone. Yeah, I think that's right. There's something about it. It doesn't look, it doesn't look console. Yeah, yeah. The sprites are like the pixels are bigger, I want to say. Yeah, I got an Amiga. When I was playing it last night, I was like, this feels like an Amiga game. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of Amiga, cl- Amiga like breakout clones out there as well, and there's probably millions of them. There probably are. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's basically the game. It's it's it's. I like to call it like Arkanoid, but fantasy essentially. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, oh yeah, the other abilities is that uh, if 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 the ball hits your paddle, and you hit the fireball button, your ball turns into a fireball, and anything that it hits gets immediately destroyed. So it'll go right through like walls of 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 uh blocks and it'll go right through enemies and that's really useful for like knocking a big hole in the the block wall hmm. so that you can then easily kind of get your ball bouncing around in the back because that's the that's the thing you want the most in a breakout game is to get your ball yeah. around the back of the level and it just starts yeah so, so that it takes care the, of itself essentially yeah so if you die you have a teleport it uses a bit of magic but it's worth it to get your ball away yeah which now, is oh sorry I'll let you finish your thought which is um so like at its core, it is just breakout. Mm. Uh, calling it an RPG is a little rich. Um, it's not. It's just got some RPG-ish yeah. things around the It's edges. not an RPG, but, you know, it's got RPG elements. It's trying to make it feel like an RPG. That's mm. the thing, is it's going for that look and that kind of vibe with the shops and the, like, the fantasy setting and everything. Mm. Um, so, yeah. we both played this game recently. Um, Rob gifted it to me, I think, two days ago, but yeah. didn't tell me. And because I never check email and didn't have Steam turned on, I just mm. didn't know. I didn't, I'm not sure what your email policy is. I didn't realize you were like a, I don't check it kind it, of It's kind of, yeah. <laughs> like, I really, it's one of those things I should do. Mm. But I find that nothing important ever happens in email, so I don't bother. Mm. I used to check it every day. Now I just kind of just, yeah, whatever. Okay. I will check it like once a week or something, mm. at a, you know, bare minimum. But uh, what we, um, I ended up getting up to World 3. Apparently there's six worlds, you said? Yep. Yeah. Oh, five or six worlds. Yeah. yeah. I, unlock I think f- five worlds, 60 levels, I want to say. Okay. Like, and, and they, each <clears> world <throat> is different theme. Like, the first one is like a kind of a castle theme, and then there's a mine theme and a forest theme. Yeah. And, and each one has enemies. a boss. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, the bosses are kind of fun. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just neat that you have a boss in a breakout game. I mean, yeah. obviously, like, Arkanoid had that with the, the final boss. Mm. Um, but, you know, every... 
and the other thing is this little over map. So as you, you you unlock areas of this map, and you can like, you, and you can kind of see your little wizard guy like mm-hmm. walking around, kind of like you know Super Mario World or something like that. Um, and you can go back to areas you've already beaten and like play them again if you want to get more gold to unlock mm. more crap at the village if you're so inclined <laughs> um i wasn't i just i i talked to a couple of people yeah. so like they're all saying will you donate 350 gold pieces to rebuild my house and you start and, with like 200 or something yeah yeah and i didn't i said no 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 and this one guy said ha can you donate one and i was like yeah i'll donate one and see what happens he goes ha ha i never had a house yeah i think he's like a homeless I just man you. yeah, yeah. And so I just went, I'm not, I'm not donating this town. This town is shady. This town is fucking <laughs> dodgy. Untrustworthy people. I am not donating any of my gold to these people ever again. I just want to go play Breakout. God, I love when games kind of tricky like that, though. It is mm. pretty, like, I remember that, you remember I was talking about that game Lisa the RPG? I'm not sure if I told the story, but there was this guy in this town that I went up to in that game. And um, he, like, he basically tricked me out of a whole bunch of money. He was like, hey, do you want to buy this, like, really great thing? And, like, he was really talking up this item and I bought it and it was just this like it was this use it was, I think he, he gave me this book and it was called like A Sucker's Guide to Not Getting Ripped Off or something like that <laughs> I was like you fucking bastards yeah like, I remember you telling me this. I remember shaking my fist in the air at the people who made the game at that point because it was like a lot of money yeah it took me a long time to get that money back <laughs> God, it's kind of funny. So, I kind of like that we're doing that. That's that's basically the the scope and measure of the game. Yeah. Um, I will mention the music. The music is also very kind of um, MIDI. Yes, uh, inspired. The 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 fur the the theme for the first world is very very almost copper, copyright strikingly familiar to uh, the dungeon themes in Zelda. Yeah, I think they changed a couple of notes. kind of loops a lot. And I kind of got a little bit sick of it because, you know, it only goes for a couple of bars and it just keeps looping. And it's it's very, you know, kind of early video game, you know, kind of 80s kind of music, but... Mm -hmm. The thing is, it's that kind of a, it's it's not terrible, but it grates. It grates. It, it, does because grate. it does loop, I think, a bit too quickly. The other thing mm. is that because when you go into a dungeon, right, there's like twelve levels plus a boss in each dungeon, mm. and um, you're hearing that music for all twelve levels, yeah. non- non-stop, yeah. pretty much, without any breaks. So it will grate. After I a while. will say this. I ended it, up just listening to podcasts. Yeah, and that the music is out. exactly what you should do yeah. in this. Like, there's no point. There's there's nothing to be gained by listening to the the same repetitive music. Yeah. So, Rob, um, we've talked about this uh, like 15 minutes now, which I thought we'd not get that amount of content out of it. Sure. Well, maybe we should just give us a, give our opinions. I think so. What yeah. uh, What's your opinion on this bad baby boy well, wizard thing? Look, obviously, I have a a real love. Some might say kink for. <laughs> For breakout games, so I like I can't help but be fond of it, right? But I do recognize some problems with the game. Okay, so mm. big. I think one of the problems is that um, the levels, ha- unlike a lot of other breakout games, the levels have a lot of walls in them, and some of them are actually kind of maze-like. And the idea is to kind of bounce your ball, yeah, into areas of the of the level that are kind of blocked off with with walls that you can't penetrate yeah and that can be really annoying and if it weren't for the special abilities you get like that gust that knocks the ball or um if you actually press the button when the ball hits your paddle with that gust effect it actually gives your ball wings and you can use your mouse to actually got take complete control of the ball and just move it where you want it to go cool does that, that is, and that costs magic. Kind of, yeah, it costs magic, yeah. but not too much. But that's kind of essential for, because the level design could be very annoying if you didn't have that that ability. And I feel like in in their attempts to shake up the genre and do something interesting, they've created a, 
a few levels, not not a lot, but some of the levels are a pain in the butt. Yeah, some uh, of them. And, and, and of course, there is limited interactivity after the ball leaves your paddle. Yeah. Because if it's if it's in a corner bouncing around the maze, you're going, hit that block, hit that block, hit that block. Mm. Oh, God, it missed. Oh, God, I've got no magic left. And it will eventually hit it, but it, it is... Have you had moments where you just sort of sat back and waited for the ball to, like, finish bouncing? Because yeah. I certainly did that where I actually just let go of the mouse, like, stretched <laughs> my arms and, like, you know... I was kind of hunched over my computer, like, with <laughs> my my head on a tilted in one hand, a bored look on my face moving back and forth, just going... Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> look... My opinion on this, so so would you recommend it? Look, I do, but I think it's it's breakout, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, it's breakout with some bells and whistles. Yep. Um, if you haven't played breakout before, this is a good one to get into. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have and you didn't like it, like it's not going to change your mind. But for people like me, you know, crazies who love breakout games, it's a good one, I think, um, and worth worth checking out, especially because it's only three bucks on Steam. So a recommendation for me, but with those caveats about you know. Do you like this kind of thing or not? Because hmm. uh, I think if you don't, this is not going to sell you on on the genre. So, AC, where do you uh, come down on this one? Um, look, I don't share the same eroticism for Breakout that you do. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good. I was wondering what other synonyms for kinky can you? Yeah, use? I, that was I, that that whole discussion. I was just <laughs> <laughs> you went to thesaurus.com. Yeah, I just just thinking. <laughs> just I explored my perspicacity. Let's just put put it that way. <laughs> Uh, and I was just waiting for you to take a swig of VB before I said eroticism. <laughs> so I could do a spit take or something. Basically. Yeah, very good. Um, and look, it's not a bad game. I'm not going to... It's a very kind of... I'm glad this game exists mm. because there are, believe it or not, people out there who just can't get enough breakout, I suppose, <laughs> in their life. Um, just, no matter how much breakout I have, I always want more. Yeah, so. I know. It's it's kind of disturbing in a lot of ways, actually. <laughs> But and that's good. Yeah, um, you know this, this game is essentially harmless. The, you know, mm. if you want your kid, like your very young child, to play a video game, they might really enjoy this one. Big, large, popping colors, a couple of abilities, very easy to control. Mm. It's a good starter pack game for uh, for someone. Um, you know, if you don't want your kids playing Fortnite. In fact, if they've been playing Fortnite, they go to this, they'll find this boring. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> Fortnite's probably a better game than this. Yeah. I think we can pretty much safely say that. <laughs> So look, um, I don't, I don't. It's not a strong recommendation for me. If you like Breakout, go for it. If not, it's not really my type of game. Mm. I am glad. I am grateful for the fact that you bought it for me. I think I might play it one more time mm. just to see what the next world is. But then I think you might put it to bed. I might, yeah, yeah because I, the, yeah. it takes a lot of time to do these levels, mm. and it's not skill based time that I'm doing. I'm not getting better at the game. It is. You know, hoping that I can maneuver the paddle slightly a couple of mil to the left to bounce it in this particular direction. Yeah, there's yeah. a bit of luck and a bit of randomness to it. There is, yeah. Um, and it's kind of twitchy and it punishes you pretty harshly if you screw up. Yeah. Um, so. And you yeah. do have limited continues, like limited lives, limited continues. Uh, yeah, you can buy kind of, more. It's kind of cool that the game doesn't let you just continue infinitely. Mm. It does eventually say, no, nah, you're out of continues, mate. You screwed up. Yep. And you have to start all over again, which is kind of rare these days. I like that. Yeah, yeah. There is something to but, be said about that. Like get good kind yeah. of thing. But but at the same time, if you don't if you don't have the patience, yeah. I mean, there is an easy setting. I think that might be a good option, actually, is to set on an easy just to get through the game and just see what it has to offer. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I, I'm yeah. not finding the game difficult, mm. but I think... Most of the times when I lost the ball, like the ball, I, I missed it. 
was because mo- me just kind of like fading out of boredom rather than actual <laughs> like you know just wasn't wasn't really paying attention. You weren't inspired. No. Yeah. Fair enough. Good. That's that's fine. All right. All right. I see. I uh, as usual don't have much going on. Oh God. In my life, so you I'm need gonna... more going on. You need me in your life. No wait. <laughs> I'm probably in your life too much as it is. You're the most significant relationship I have at the moment. And that's so depressing, I think Uh, I'm going to (laughs) cry. Rob, I have a question. Yes. Is that true? (laughs) Maybe. My daughter. I suppose my daughter actually is the most significant. I was going to say that the adult relationship you have. Yeah, probably. Is probably with me, isn't it? Probably you. I I talk to Nathan a lot as well. Yeah. Um, But it. That's part. But yeah, that's it really. You and me, you and me, buddy boy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're my non-gay life partner. <laughs> or are you non-gay? We'll find I c- out. I could have done so much better in life, but I just didn't. <laughs> yeah, you settled. I settled. I settled too young, too early. <laughs> I basically settled at the age of at the age of seven when I first met Rob. <laughs> yeah, like, it would have been eight, actually. Like, uh, I guess. I'll have a pity friendship with this guy. <laughs> Seems like he needs a leg up. You like Asterix? Well... I suppose I'd better like Asterix too then. Oh, God. Yay. I too love the things you like. <laughs> um, what have I been up to? Um, what have you been doing, AC? What have you, okay, let's start with video games, AC. Okay, we can, we can start with video games. That's a good place to start. Um, I've actually been playing a couple of things. I went out to the markets and I saw someone selling a GameCube collection, basically. Ooh. And it was a GameCube and some GameCube microphones for whatever that's worth, huh. uh, and a a GBA cable, like because you can link the GBA, the Game Boy Advance, to the GameCube. Okay. And about ten or so games. Hmm. And I went, well, oh, one hundred and eighty dollars. That's not the worst, certainly. And I talked to the guy, and I, I've already got a GameCube. Of course, I've got three. I think actually. <laughs> A Japanese one and two PAL ones, one in the box, but the box is kind of shoddy. Uh, anyway, um, I was looking at this and I kind of went, oh, I'll just make an offer and made him, I'd said like, oh, 160 or something like that. Mm. And the guy said, yeah, I'll sell it to you for that. So I went, okay. Sweet. Um, because there were a bunch of games that, you know, I have a pretty small PAL uh, GameCube collection library. Yeah. <clears throat> so I ended up getting about... Uh, keeping about eight of the games, I suppose. Okay. I ended up just selling the GameCube on, uh, and I actually ended up selling the GameCube for a hundred and twenty-five or hundred and thirty dollars or nice. something. That's pretty good. Yeah, because it turns out one of the loose discs in there was uh, Smash Brothers Melee. Oh wow! So, so it wasn't that's... in the case, and I already had it. Yeah. So I just sold that with the just with the disc, and you know, Smash Brothers is coming back in a big way. Yeah, look, that's a popular game. Yeah, so people were clamoring to buy that thing. So basically, I got a whole bunch of GameCube games for not a whole lot of money in the end. Cool, and well some done. Peripherals, that's which is pretty cool. Being savvy with your um, online marketplaces. That's yeah, good... well, it wasn't even online. It was. Oh, I, just... I, I sold it online, but <clears throat> I actually found this at a market. So. Oh yeah, I mean, like yeah. the way you've oh, yeah, sold it on. No, yeah. It. yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't. I was never dishonest about it or anything. And you know, I, oh, yeah. I didn't really buy this for the sole purpose of flipping it. I no, bought no. it because I wanted the damn games. Yeah, yeah. Um, some of the games I bought. Um, some of them were kind of sporty ones. There was this wrestling game. Uh, and I've never really played a wrestling game. It's it's um, licensed or unlicensed. It's it's licensed. It has people like The Rock and 
the Hulk Hogan on the cover. <laughs> I love the Hulk Hogan. And it's, it's WrestleMania times eight. Wait, no, so, I don't love the Hulk Hogan. It's 2018. Yeah. Damn it. No, he <laughs> sucks. That's right. Wait, what's that racist boy? <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> you've exposed my, my secret love of Hulk Hogan. <laughs> um, I'd, and I think the, 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 um, the Game Life Balance US crew, or at least Cody, really likes wrestling games. And I think this is like his all-time number one favorite or something like is it? that. I, don't, I have no idea. Well, I just knows? assumed it is and, and taunted him on Twitter with about. I played this game for all of five minutes. It sucks. <laughs> I am basing every <laughs> damn, and you know, I chose The Rock. I mean, he looks like a, The Rock just looks like a like a condom full of walnuts. Did you smell what The Rock is cooking? I say. I did not even understand that reference. <laughs> I don't think I do either. But it, it, like, it's just not fun. It's not. You could barely wrestle or wrestle or wrestle. I don't know. I, be- I believe it's called wrestling. Wrestling. That's what I understand. And oh, like I judge all. Wrestling games on this game. They mm. all suck. Every single one of them. And I judge Cody and his lousy, no good personality <laughs> on that game as well. This is like correcting because I should mention to you because you haven't listened to the most recent episode where yeah. he, he, he commented on how nice it is, how sweet we were to like praise his podcast and how it's just nice that there are genuinely nice people in the world. <laughs> and then- I take it all back. <laughs> I take every, everything nice I've ever said about Cody apparently, I take back because he likes this wrestling game apparently it sucks you, Cody AC thinks your personality is just bad it is it is he's got a terrible personality because <laughs> he likes wrestling games or if, if you even like one wrestling game you have no point in being in society you should sequester yourself away possibly seek help but I think you might be a bit beyond help by this I'm, I'm sounding like an AM radio presenter you do sound stage. a bit like Alan Jones at this point <laughs> A little bit. I don't really know where I was going there. I just, I just, it was a terrible game. I think I'm going to sell that on pretty quickly. Once you tap into that, that like talkback radio vibe, it's hard to let, it's hard to stop. It's, it's it, hard really. to, it's hard to let go. Yeah. That, that's what turned you into a racist. <laughs> that's right. It was a reasonable person. <laughs> they put a microphone in front of me and oh my God, all this horrific it's stuff just tumbling out. out. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, that game was awful. Um, I was, I kind of had hopes for um, uh, Kelly Slater's surfing game. Because I kind of like a little bit of surfing. Um, I was never great at surfing, but I really liked it. Uh, bodyboarding, um, boogie boarding or whatever, like half boarding especially. Because like, mm-hmm. my knees aren't so good, so I, I couldn't stand up for very long in the water. Um, but I, I really did love it. Um, and this game sucked as well, unfortunately. <laughs> was, Unlike surfing. Yeah. Uh, this game, like... I, unless the tutorial grabs me right away and like you know it's just a guy saying you know what you gotta do is this and you gotta watch out for waves it's like, yeah, that's the whole point of surfing you moron like give me more specific yeah 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 like, how about every time yeah. I got on the board I fell off <clears throat> and I just went I'm out I just I just I just don't care yeah don't you hate that when a game is like trying to be so much of a sim that you, like the first time you play it everything just goes completely wrong yeah. I, yeah like it's like just at least ease me into this yeah. you know uh, yeah. another another game I played was Aggressive Inline which mm. is um, obviously uh, is that a rollerblading game it is a rollerblading game it was oh. obviously in the same vein of uh, Tony Hawk right uh, and and his popular boards of skate games in the uh, in the early 2000s <laughs> You just... I'm trying not to laugh. 
<laughs> Actually, I quite like the Tony Hawk games. I'm not good at them, but I, I really enjoy watching people play those. Mm. Um, so yeah. aggressive inline has that kind of music, but it, it's it sounds a bit off. All the characters look like a, a hobo version of Eminem, I want to say. <laughs> yeah, that's except that's rollerbladers. Except yeah. one girl who is just got like is just like pigtails stacked, mm-hmm. and you see her panties in every shot. Classy. Yeah, yeah. and so I played as her. Well, they, they've only got one female character, so they have to objectify the hell out of her oh, to make up for God. the fact there's only one of them. And like the, none of the controls were obvious. I mean, to be fair, the GameCube controller, not obvious itself, mm. but like even grinding on, and there were lots of things to do, but like they don't jump very high, even with a run up. And I just kind of went, oh, okay, that, that was kind of fun, um, but not, not great. Mm. Not, okay. Uh, the, the most odd game I had was The Sum of All Fears. Mm. Now, when I picked this up, so. Wait, that, is that movie. a movie with Harrison Ford in it? I think so. Or it's got someone in it. <laughs> Harrison Ford was in a lot of movies. Yeah. Let's say it was him. I thought it was a DVD at first. I went, oh, they put a DVD in here. And I was like, oh, well, I did some of all fears. It's uh, based off a Clancy, Tom yeah, Clancy Yeah, I think it novel. is a Tom Clancy novel, yeah. And, but this isn't like a Tom Clancy game. It's not like Tom Clancy presents. This is just some of all fears. And it looks exactly like the DVD cover. <laughs> and so I, 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 went, I went, I'm kind of curious about this. I whacked it in and it is like a tactical... Uh, stealth shoot-up sort of thing, I suppose. Uh, it's got Denzel Washington, I want to say. It, so or? this is a Ben Affleck and yep. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, it wasn't Denzel Washington. There you go. Oh, I'm thinking of The Negotiator. But it is, but it is the Jack Ryan. It's in that series, Clear okay. and Present Danger, etc. Yeah. So it is, I wasn't wrong uh, to think that it was Harrison Ford. Well, I was wrong. Technically, I was very wrong. But I wasn't that. I was not too far off. Yeah. I never really liked those movies too much, to be honest. I did watch no. a lot of them at one stage, but I'm just not a Tom Clancy fan. Yeah. I'm not paranoid enough yeah. about the Russians. Or you know, you, you really need to be into, you know, that kind of that kind of stuff to like, to like Clance. Uh, and it was an odd game because you meant to, like, there were terrorists. You meant to sneak in as part of a SWAT team, get these guys. You know, you're part of a special ops unit and everything. It was very in that vein and it looked good, but it just didn't... I wasn't feeling it. Yeah. You know, like, and then I just, I got bored very quickly and tried to kill my, um, my teammates and <laughs> either I was doing something wrong or there was no friendly fire. And then I just went, well, I'm out. I'm out. If I can't shoot my, my teammates, then I actually do kind of want to go back and give that one a bit more of a go. He's a bit off brand for Tom Clancy to let you betray your country. <laughs> you know, he's really all about, about not betraying America. Patriot, yeah. yeah. Uh, what a loser. <laughs> Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm not afraid to say this. Tom Clancy, loser. Calling him out, Tommy. Yeah, I mean, oh, he's dead too, isn't he? Bugger. <laughs> oh, God, AC. <laughs> is that a hat trick of dead people that we're... Wait, uh, is he dead? He is dead. He is dead. I'm pretty sure he's dead. He died, pretty... five, he died five years ago. Dude, you wouldn't think so, would you? No. His books were so boring, we just didn't notice. He's pumping out the games, though, doesn't he? <laughs> he was coding them all himself. Yeah, that's right. He personally programmed every single one of the, of the Ghost Recons. By hand. They were fun as well, but my friends won't play with me because it turns out I'm a double agent the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to say you're a Benedict Arnold, <laughs> but you do turn many a coat. <laughs> I I do... Look, I like killing my teammates. I'm not going to lie. 
no matter what game I'm playing, if I have the ability to shoot the person that I'm meant to be working closely with, I will do it. Every game for you is New Super Mario Brothers on the Wii. <laughs> Every game is that. Every game. You pretty successfully shot me in PUBG a few times. <laughs> I, had, I had someone At literally was maybe threaten not me with a house brick after playing Counter-Strike with me. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? It was like, it's pretty funny. <laughs> Why did he have a house brick handy? Maybe I don't want to know the answer to that question. We were in a basement. Oh, yes. There are house bricks down there. That's what the home of house bricks. Yep. Um, I will talk about the last game mm-hmm. a little bit. Because I did find it very fun. I played it all afternoon. Cool. Which was Simpsons Road Rage. Oh, hey. Wait. No, I'm thinking about a different game, I think. So there are there are kind of a few Simpsons games around this era. This isn't the Crazy Taxi one, is it? It is. Oh, because I so, like that. Yeah, yeah. That, I thought it was fun. That's actually a fun game. It's a yeah. good Crazy Taxi clone. Yeah. It was such a clone to the point that uh, Sega actually sued, I think it was EA owned the license at that point. Wow. And I think they settled out of court. Because I think this is a better game than Crazy Taxi. That's the thing. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. But, but Crazy Taxi, the first time I played it, was fun. At the time, yeah. Yeah. But but over like objectively now, I think... Well, yeah. the thing is, going back to Crazy Taxi now is not... You know, it's crazy, but mm. it, it's, it's not hilariously crazy. It's also a crazy coin suck. Yeah. Um. I, I, I had the Dreamcast <laughs> version. Yeah, it, it was fun enough. Mm. But... Simpsons Road Rage, uh, all voiced by the people, the original characters, you know, and they all have their little storylines and their little quips, and yeah. all the all the characters, all the famous characters are there. It's great. Have you, have you ever run into Gil? No, I haven't run into Gil yet. I ran over old Gil, and he was like, oh, no, Gil, not again. It was like, it was, he had a classic Gil <laughs> oh, line. this is looking bad him, for old Gil. <laughs> when I hit him in my car, I was like, oh, it's so perfect, I ran over Gil. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, look, I'm not going to lie. It's a bit of a one-trick pony. You're just shepherding people across Springfield, and the, and as far as I can tell, the map of Springfield ain't that accurate. <laughs> but it was it was fun. I just enjoyed a, a, just an afternoon, you know, with a Simpsons game. Yeah. And there were a few around this era. There was the Simpsons game, which was... Um, uh, I think that was on PS2 as well, mm, okay. as, uh, and that was kind of like a, it was like an episode of The Simpsons, but it was stretched out by gameplay, which is why a lot of people don't like it because the gameplay got in the way of. Was it like a platformer, or what was it? Like no, a, it was like a 3D. Was it like a point and clicky thing? No, or? no, no. It was. It was. Um, the Simpsons game was actually just like a 3D, you, uh, like a 3D, 3D rendered Homer like walking around. Game. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I, it's I not, tapped. It's not great. I kind of got. I played enough bad Simpsons games in the 8-bit era to kind of, like, stay away from them. But yeah. for some reason, I played Road Rage. Um, I hired it, I think, when I had a mm. PS2 or whatever. And, yeah, it was, I was su- surprised at how good it was. Yeah. And yeah. Simpsons Hit and Run is the, is the other one, which is the GTA clone. Uh, so yeah. I kind of, in yeah. my brain, I got mixed up with Hit and Run and Road Rage yeah. a little bit. I think like, I have two. couldn't remember which one was which. Mm. Um, but, yeah, the, the Road Rage was just fun. It was just like an... Like, it's not a particularly in-depth game. You can get around it pretty easily. The challenges start to get pretty challenging pretty quickly. Yeah. And it was just, yeah, it's just bucket loads of fun. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go back to that one a couple more times. Sure. But uh, uh, I think um, I kind of burnt myself out on the GameCube because I just spent, like, a whole afternoon going through all these games. And, you know, it's just fun and... Just enjoyable playing games I hadn't played before, even if they're not good games. Yeah. You know, I think the GameCube might be the one console I've spent. That and Saturn, actually. No, I think I've spent more time with the Saturn now. You would have because of Just me. from knowing you. Yeah. Because I think I've only played GameCube, well, apart from with you, maybe one other time in my life. Uh, so, yeah, not much. 
No, so it's, you know, and I, I quite like the GameCube, but they're, you know, it's kind of like the Wii U in that there are a smallest, like, the library isn't big, mm. and the library of good games is even smaller, but the good games are good. Are really good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like Double Dash is still my favourite Mario Kart game. I played that with you a bunch, and that yeah. was fun. That's yeah. a, that is a great game. Yeah. And, you know, the... The GameCube look, still looks pretty good, especially on a CRT. Yeah, it's that it's at that time when when 3D games had started to look good. Mm. You know, like yeah, we'd gotten past the uh, the, the early, we've gotten past the N64. So I don't want to dump on that system anymore. Because, I do. I just um, dump away. But I just feel it's kind of funny that I'm gonna I'm going to anyway. But yeah, that that first generation of 3D consoles was you know not great. Yeah, um, going back to it is pretty. There, there were some pretty, great games, but mm. but they just all looked kind of lousy. Yeah. Um, so I had a, he had a, just a, a fun kind of GameCube sort of day, and I ended up pretty much making my money back off it, and you nice know, came out with a whole bunch of games. So I'm I'm quite happy with that. Yeah. Uh, I had been fiddling around with WarioWare Gold a little bit. Oh more. yeah, Are you still playing a bunch of that? Yeah. Um. I just it's it's very idle though. I'm not really trying to do any of the challenges. At one stage, I did want to unlock everything, and I still do, but. Yeah. It's kind of more idly. Oh, I just want to play some games, and I play some games, and occasionally I'll unlock something new. Um, but I really need to play the more of the the uh, twist, like gyroscopic games oh. and the tap games, because I'm kind yeah. of just like I just want to play the button games. I just want to play the button games. It's just easier. Yeah, yeah. it just yeah. kind of is for me. You have to go looking for your stylus or whatever. <laughs> well, the, the stylus is in there. Uh, the it was funny as well because I my 3ds updated itself. Um, and it, I have hacked my 3DS ah. for a good reason. So you, you don't want that thing to update itself. Well, that's, that's the thing. It, I, mm. I, I was kind of like idly, it, I turned it back on and it said new update. And I kind of just kind of clicked it and I just went, oh, oh no, I bricked it. Mm. Uh, and it just said, you know, will not load mm. anymore. Mm. So I just went, okay, well, I guess, um, um, what do you call them? Nintendo patched out that that you know one security thing, and you know they're trying to go say, "Ha ha, you can't." Yeah, screw you. You know, they screwed you. Internet five seconds. Just get this. Put it on the the, the thing. Loads up fine again. Nice. It just took five <laughs> minutes. I think it was like literally the morning of the update. Mm. Someone had already come out to a fix for that problem, nice. which which Nintendo had tried to patch out. <laughs> which I love. I love that so much. It is pretty funny how quickly people work. It, and yeah. it's, it's not, I don't use it to pirate games. I don't do that at all. Mm. I use it because I have games from both Japan and Australia. And you, you don't want to have to keep switching your freaking. Yeah, and yeah. I you know, and it should be region free. So be. I made it region free because it's my property. So Nintendo can suck it. That's fine. That's like an ethical stance. Yep. I think that's justifiable. Yep. And I know you. I know you're not into pirating games because you like original hardware. And, yeah, and, exactly. Um, yeah, so it's actually you're one of the few people who could legitimately make that argument, and it wouldn't be a bunch of shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Give it, give it three years, and I'll find out about this fantastic 3DS game, which I never, <laughs> I never got my hands on. Then I'll start thinking of piracy. But I'll always try and buy something in the first instance. You know, it's funny. I've yet to meet someone who owned a um, a PSP that didn't hack it. I haven't met anyone who owned one and didn't at some point. Hack I was going to say yes, but no. Actually, no. I've already. <laughs> I was I was close, Robbie. Yeah. I had I have one that wasn't hacked. Mm. Um, but then it turns out that uh, I got the PSP Go, mm. which is the one that 
you kind of shift up and it's got the keypad underneath oh, the screen. Yeah, okay. I hacked that one. Yeah. Uh, with the help of a friend of the show, the E-Man. Uh-huh. It, was, it was fun doing that, actually, because those things run PlayStation games as well, like PS1 games. Yeah. So I, I loaded up Symphony of the Night on there because I own a legitimate copy of that. So. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, again, you're, you're, you're mm. hacking it, but you're still playing the... Yeah, the games. Yeah, I'm playing um, the games that I actually own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, there you go. Um, all right. Well, what about life? What's been happening in your, in your life, Ace? You know, not a whole lot. Um, my quest of non-alcoholism mm-hmm. uh, continues unabated, despite my taunting. Yeah, I, it. You know what's funny? It doesn't work. Yeah. Like the whole alcohol taunting me with alcohol, because I'm not an alcoholic. Mm. Like, it doesn't... I just go, huh, oh, I, I wouldn't yeah. mind a drink, but I don't really care that I can't have one. That's fair enough. Um, yeah. But that's that's about it. I didn't really expect to get a rise out of you because, like, it's, it's easier to do that without trying. Like, yeah, actually, yeah. Like, trying to make you upset doesn't work. No, not really. But if really. I just be myself, it'll happen. Yeah. Oh, no, it's just natural. <laughs> I just hate your face. I just look at your face and I was like, I hate that face so much. I hate everything about that face. I just want to punch him right in the mouth. <laughs> right in his stupid mouth. Uh, so... Um, I've lost some weight, which is really good. Yeah, that's cool. Um, hmm. I actually went to Bungendore, which is like a little town outside of Canberra, about 40 minutes yeah. away. If you go down to the coast, it's on the way down there. Yeah, it's a nice little spot. Yeah, so I, uh, I took the family out there <clears throat> and found us uh, like at an op shop, because uh-huh. you know that's the kind of place I go to where I take my family. <laughs> um, I found like a suit. For like eight bucks. And I went, oh, I quite like this suit. And I got it home and um, I needed the pants readjusted a little bit and stuff like that. Mm. But it turns out that it was actually quite a really nice suit that had obviously never been worn because mm. like all the tags and everything was still on there. Oh, and, wow. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, all the po- pockets were still sewn shut. And uh, and it turns out, yeah, it was like from uh, a place in Canberra City called Sam Cantanzariti Menswear, oh, which is um, where yeah, yeah. a whole lot of my suits, like I bought like two suits when I went over to Japan. And they lasted the entire time I was over there. Nice. Um, yeah. And they were all the kind of hand-me-downs from my dad as well. So hmm. they're, they're good quality suits. And I was just quite went, yeah, cool. Yeah, so new suit, eight bucks. Very nice. Sweet. Yeah, suits are expensive. New yeah, suits are. are pricey. If you can do what you did, that's a good move, I think. It is, um, yeah. So, and, it, you yeah. know, it's it's good. I was, I've been wearing some of my stuff that... It was still fitting me, but it was a bit tight, mm. you know. Um, so it's like, yeah, this is more free flowing on me now. So I'm I'm enjoying my uh, my my month off alcohol. The sugar thing bugs me a bit more than the alcohol thing does. It's funny that, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's not like I have a. I've always had a bit of a sweet tooth, but I've really tried to cut sugar out of my life, right? Mm. Mm. But um, like. People drinking in front of me is fine, but I have a really strong sense of smell. So on the table right now, there is a whole bunch of Kit Kats, <laughs> which Maria has like, uh, was using in her cooking earlier. Mm. And I didn't eat any of that either. And I can smell them. And they smell chocolatey and they smell wafery and they smell really good. I should taunt you with those. But yeah, but. I'm afraid you might punch me. So I, don't I mean, I-, I could have one. It's like, it's mostly the alcohol thing more than anything else. I can, mm. I can have a small amount of sugar, but I just don't want to. Yeah. Well, I think it's it's great. You know, uh, self-control is is underrated, but it's actually like super, super important. Yeah. Um, having a bit. I mean, I'm, I've am i got exactly one week to go. We're recording this on a Friday <coughs> night. I'm about ready to just to say, yep, okay, I'm, I'm done. You know, mm. um, one week to go. I'm not like going, oh my God, I need to, to get to the end of this. I really need to get to the end. No. It's like, no, I think I'm, 
I'm good to go back to, you know, drinking debauchery after this. <laughs> Chocolate debauchery. So, you should get, combine the two, you should get like a big bottle of Frangelico and just put a oh, straw in it. So what I am doing this weekend, <laughs> like um, I, I am kind of, I'm going to go to Costco mm-hmm. and I'm just going to buy up a whole bunch of booze. <laughs> and I've, I've kind of got a plan for next weekend. So it's the 40th anniversary of Urusei Yatsara. Um, that, that cartoon bikini girl, what's I like and post about on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm going to stream a whole bunch of episodes and that's going to be my first night of drinking. So I'm going to get some, I might get some Galliano or something like something that I don't drink a lot. Yeah. You know, maybe some fancy bourbon and just have a nice night of, of opulence yeah. effectively. That sounds like a nice way to celebrate. I mean, it's, yeah. it's cool to mark that occasion yeah. with your friends and yeah that's that seems like a good thing to, a good, and it's timed well and for the your, uh, next day is father's day which means I might be able to sleep in a little bit hey, hey. because I'll probably be hungover <laughs> <laughs> yeah father's day and we we will not have the, the next episode will not come out until after that exactly yeah. so do you have a father's day wish list or anything like that do you, do you have any Requests, special requests. Um, how do you like to spend your father's days? Far away from my daughter is positive. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, actually, not really. Um, I think the last year my family may have been in Japan for that. Ah, yes, that's right. So, no, I seem to recall that. Yeah. yeah, so it'll just be nice to spend time with them. Um, we can go out. We can, you know, I can basically, I have a license to do whatever I want. But I just kind of want to spend time with my family. Mm. So I might take uh, May out to a park or something like that. Can I recommend the Dinosaur Museum, AC? I've already been. It's a great place to take young children that don't understand how bad things actually are. I I actually took... I've already taken her to the Dinosaur Museum. (laughs) You followed in my footsteps. I'm so proud of you. Um... You're taking a blind child to a dinosaur museum. She's got no idea what's going on. She's actually probably the perfect person to take. (laughs) Man, that place is fucking dodgy. It is, right? Like, I wasn't exaggerating. I think I gave a very fair appraisal of that place. Look, like, I mean, it's it's not like it's yeah. not fun. But on the other hand, no. like, I've seen more realistic dinosaurs mm. that come in boxes of cereal. I also found that it was difficult to learn anything from them. Like, I didn't really leave knowing more about dinosaurs. They had a couple of fossils. They yeah. had, thin, like, some of them were touchy and, and stuff like that. But yeah. it was... It was just funny. Do you know what's weird? There's a lot of like quite positive Google reviews for that place, which really weirded me out when I looked. But you I probably shouldn't look at reviews online at all. No, when no. You think about it because it's not. It's bad for I your mean, brain. This. It's not <clears throat> like we have a lot of natural history museums in Australia. No. So this might. I mean, this is the National Dinosaur Museum. There probably aren't any other dinosaur museums. This is what you get. You know, I've. I think they actually probably survive on tricking people who don't know how bad it is because they just go, oh, giant museum, cool. I've actually been to museums where they have actual dinosaur fossils erected and they look awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's one in Sydney. It's quite good. It's yeah. called the National History Museum. There's one in Tokyo as well. Yeah. Look, you could do God. better. Sorry, I just wanted to... You can, yeah, you can. I'm just amused that you actually... I, I, I went, yeah. A friend uh, a friend from Sydney came down, Michan, who's uh, a big Urusei Atsara fan, and uh, we took her out there because she loves reptiles and dinosaurs. <laughs> so she had fun. I had fun paying them out. I got... I I did some tweeting afterwards. Yeah. Uh, and one of these... One of these dinosaurs, like one of these robbery-ass dinosaurs, yeah, yeah. Uh, looked like it had been coloured... 
Like, like it's kind of, and I'm sure this is what the dinosaur actually looked like, bar the feathers, because mm. there were no feathers on this thing. But it's like the, the the front of its jaw was kind of protruding out of what looked to be like the rest of its the skin on its face. Mm. And I just took a picture of this and I tweeted, I think it's a, it's I think it's an uncircumsaurus. <laughs> that's what it looked like. Oh god. Uh, and there was one that had like just big giant lips, I think. I, I said this dinosaur went extinct because of its heavy use of makeup products. <laughs> Lead-based. Yeah. Makeup products. So yeah. it like it was fun, but it was also yeah. A bit cheap and nasty. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's it is a dodgy place to go. Let's but. just say it's not a Canberra institution. No. So no. have you have you been up to anything recently? Uh yeah, I suppose so. Like it's been busy for me at work. Um but I, I unfortunately can't talk about that. Um so that's been absorbing. A Will lot, you ever be able to energy. talk about that, do you think? Or I don't think so. Look, I, I really do want to keep my work separate. Yeah. Because it is um yeah, it's government work, and 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 because I do work on things that the media is occasionally very interested in. Yeah, so there is like somewhat of a risk. Um, Fair, enough. Fair enough. But um, so yeah, I've been very busy, I, and and in terms of gaming, I've really just been playing PUBG. Like you're still playing that. You're that's still... all I really feel inspired to play. I mean, one of those. It's not a rut. It's mm. just. You just want to play that game. You know, sometimes you get into this this place, this mental space where you're like, there is only one game, and yep. this is it. You know, that um, is that game, and so it's like the all game for me right now. Uh, um, so I don't have a lot to talk about gaming wise either. Um, I have been pushing a bit further forward into Wonder Boy and Monster World, which I talked about last week. Um, but yeah, just hanging out with my daughter a lot, really. Um, Having I, imaginary tea parties. Yeah, she's really into tea parties. Like I'll, tell, I'll give you a quick list of things my daughter is really, really into right now. Um, the movie Frozen. Uh, oh dear God, no! She is obsessed with horses, um, the Wiggles. She really likes Lego. We've got her this Lego set, which she um like Duplo or yeah Duplo. So I bought her this set a few weeks back when she was sick. I was like, I'm going to spoil this kid because she's sick. So we went to the toy store and I just whatever she thought would look coolest, I bought for her. Yeah. And so she was really drawn to this Duplo set of like a like a horse farm. And um, so we played this little horse farm and those little Duplo horses and like a little boy and girl. And so we're like playing with those. And she's very imaginative right now. Oh, that's good. We're yeah. really playing a lot of imagination games. Um, I bought her a toy helicopter that when you press the button that like lights up and makes a helicopter sound. Oh, you know? that's cool. And so we play like rescue with the helicopter. Like she'll put one of her toys in the middle of the room and then like, oh, the toy needs to be saved. It's, you know, it's in a cave or something and we'll get the the helicopter to rescue it um she asks me to build cubby houses very regularly so i'll often spend my saturdays sitting underneath a blanket with a few chairs against the back of my couch with a whole bunch of soft toys around me that are set up to look like they're reading different grug books because <laughs> my grug daughter, makes a spectacular my daughter is really into grug books cool my my brother bought her a little set like a boxed set of 10 grug books and that's become her like bedtime book so we read books when she's having a milk yeah and then i take it to her bedroom and then there's a second round of book reading when i put it to bed oh yeah and so we read the grug books in her bed so she has a little favorite ones um nice it's kind of sweet like that's, that's cute grug is a weird australian thing yeah grug is we talked about it in an episode of while yeah a while quite ago. a while ago um but yeah grug is a 
Griggith has like a re- he's the top of a caraway tree he's or something? Top of a burrowang tree burrowang not a caraway Jesus because yeah, I know th- I know every grog book now off by heart um, yes at the top of a burrowang tree fell down and then it began to change it became grug <laughs> that's, just like that's literally the grug. start that's the start of the first book which is called simply grug simply grug <laughs> It's just self-titled album. We um, yeah. so one thing that has happened with May recently is that we changed um, care providers and care providers for vision impaired children from the um, uh, the Institute for Deaf and Blind Children because apparently they couldn't cater to children in Canberra anymore, that's, which is odd. Yeah, that's kind of messed up. So we went with Vision Australia, uh-huh. and uh, they've been really supportive and really cool. And they have this library service where they they. Um, lend out some uh, books and these books you can read and have sounds and they also have braille on them and I can't read braille yet Mm. Uh, and none of us can of course but we just need to introduce May just to the sensation of rubbing her fingers along and Mm. say and reading what the words say so she gets the idea that that's how you can read yeah yeah okay so it's kind of like a pre pre braille sort of thing but it's good for us as well because we need to start getting you know kind of diving into that world braille yeah. is apparently i've been reading online it's actually a very tricky language to learn so oh, it's oh, yeah. <laughs> i was hoping the you're really hoping you're like it's super easy anyone can do it but no it's like if that is- was true everyone would know braille but yeah. apparently it's not the problem yeah. is i'm gonna have to sight read braille because the nerve endings in my fingertips are fucked oh, no. like i can't feel much very well so oh it's got another challenge for me oh, um boy. but it's all right it'll be it, it's good that we have this library service and and as and may loves books so as she gets older we can you know can start to to branch out a bit more yeah that's great and uh, i think you have a whiz for sorry a quiz for me you're right i do have a quiz for you ac so why don't we do the quiz segment Okay, AC, you might predict the quiz I'm going to ask about today. It's about wizards, isn't it? I said this before we started. <laughs> it's wizards or some sort of fantasy dumbass sort of D&D shitty thing. <laughs> yes, that's right. It's the fantasy dumbass shitty D&D thing quiz. <laughs> I'm going to go back in time and stab Gary Gygok. Is that his name? Guy Cock. May as well be. Guy Guy Cockhead. His name is not much. It's not less sillier. It's Gary, isn't it? It is Gary. Gary Gygax. Oh, I was close. I was so close to sounding like a new actual something. It does sound like a made up. About Dungeons and Dragons. Dragons. (laughs) Dragons. This is a quiz about breakout, AC. But not about breakout. It's about breakout games. Okay. The genre. The genre. The genre. Okay. As the French say. I'm sure they do. They do. They go, oui, oui, genre. <laughs> like that. Uh, question number one, AC. Which company developed... These are easy, by the way. Okay, cool. So this is really just for the listeners at home. Okay. They can play along and learn a little bit about uh, Breakout, which they freaking should know about Breakout. Oh, God, not this again. Put your pants on. <laughs> I'm terribly sorry. Question number one. Which company... That was very high-pitched. Mm-hmm. Which company... Atari. ...developed and published Breakout Atari? Points for you. I see. Number two, and this is another one, very easy. Name the two programmers, or well, well, the main programmers, uh, for Breakout, who later went on to become incredibly famous. Steve, I'm an asshole, Jobs. Mm-hmm. And Steve, pretty cool guy, Wozniak. <laughs> Correct. And you even got their um, 
You've got the middle names right. So yeah, 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 yeah. Extra points for you. You can give yourself. He an even extra. changed. Like he had a new. He had another. I think his middle name was like Eugene or something before, and he just changed it to I'm an asshole. <laughs> well, he's still the guy self-aware. There you go. So uh, never, never showered. No, never, possibly, and died of cancer. What does that tell you? Um, that you should shower. I think <laughs> that's my <laughs> conclusion. Oh God, I'm gonna get so much shit for this. Um, well, don't worry, we only have about 10 listeners, so how much damage can they do? Uh, question number three. A lot. Quite a bit, actually. <laughs> question number three. What year did Breakout come out? Rob, that's a good question. I want to say... <laughs> Are you stalling for time? I am. <laughs> God. You learned that from Kevin Rudd. Uh, uh, 76. Correct. 76. Say. Well done. So that's an extra point for you. Cool. Uh, question number four. Five. Wait, how many points have you got? I don't know. I've been writing them down. I think you've got four points so far. Oh, I do. Do I? Four out of four. Cool. Oh no, sorry. No, question number four. Okay, we're going to raise that last point. You don't get that point. That's that's cheating. Question number four. When? What year did the sequel Super Breakout come out? Seventy nine. Seventy eight. Seventy eight. I was about to say seventy eight. So we're on to question number five. Mm Hmm. Breakout clones are a fairly popular subgenre within video games. Stop saying that. In Japan. Yeah. What's the name of the genre in Japan? It's really it's like what we were talking about earlier with pineapple. It's actually it's not as simple as that, but it's it's pretty simple. It's not breakout. No. Um Arkanoid. No. I'll 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 massacre this. How do I'll massacre this, mm-hmm. but it's uh how do I'm gonna read it a couple of times. Buroku Kazushi. Oh, okay. Okay, like yeah, that block, makes sense. Block destroying or something. Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah, if you want to go that way. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, there you go. I think I didn't do too badly on that, actually. Mm. Question number six. Perhaps the most important Japanese breakout clone was mm. Arkanoid. Yes. Which company developed and published Arkanoid? It was Taito. Well done, sir. Points for you. Question number seven. What year was Arkanoid released? Bugger. It was an arcade game first, wasn't it? Um, that's the thing. Oh, God damn it. Um, there were a lot of versions that were ports later. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know there was a port for the Famicom. Uh, and it was earlier than that. Uh, I want to say 1980. You know what? It was 86. 86? Really? Yeah, it's that late. Yeah. Yep. Believe it or not. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Question number eight. Mm-hmm. You can, you can almost argue that it was like a retro throwback even then. You know, like Arkanoid was itself It kind of was, yeah. A throwback. Ten years old. Yeah. Uh, question number eight. Who was the lead designer on Arkanoid? You definitely won't get this. But this is one for like... This is educational purposes. Um, I don't know, actually. His name is Akira Fujita. There you go. I didn't know that. I just felt mm. it was... Like we mentioned... The Steves, we should mention the Arkanoid guy too. Yeah, we should. So, yeah. Question number nine. What is the name of the final boss in Arkanoid? And what does he look like? I don't know. <laughs> I honestly have never played Arkanoid to the end to the before. End. I, I haven't either. So I'm taking I'm taking this uh, on faith. I'm going to call him Arkanoidus. <laughs> the Noidus of the Arkanoid universe. I'll give you half a point if you can tell me what he looks like. He is big and purple. 
and tentacles. No. And he's raping Japanese schoolgirls. No, no. <laughs> you got to admit, I was in with a chance with that one. No, you, yeah, look. <laughs> there's a 50-50 chance. Ah, <laughs> uh, Japan. Uh, question, the answer was, his name is Doe. D-O-H, as okay. in annoyed grunt. And he is basically a Moai head that floats around the screen. Yeah, okay. That's usually Konami's parodious sort of deal. Yeah. But okay, sure. Yep. I should have just guessed that randomly, really. He, yeah, you could have. Yeah, Moai head is, is like, it, again, there's a lot of them in Japanese games. I don't, yeah. I don't know quite why. No. Um, strange. They are cool. Yeah. So, you know. Question number 10. When did Arkanoid 2, a.k.a. Revenge of Doho, <laughs> come out? Is this a trick question? It was never released. Uh, I'm going to say 1988. 87. Oh, oh, you won that. I, I won the Arkanoid. You, believe, you it, I, believe it or not, I won the breakout quiz. I say. Um, Four to six. Wow. There you go. Oh, you That's sure the first time me that lost... I just don't know anything about Arkanoid and tentacles. <laughs> you need to. You need to develop your kink. Don't worry. I have some. I have some magazines and websites I can show you later after God. the show. That we... Would just break out porn magazine. <laughs> What would that even be? I, you're the one who's been thinking about it. <laughs> Check under your mattress, the blocks bucko. are ladies. And, yeah, anyway. Um, well, I think that's brought us to the end of this last week's episode. But before we sign out, Rob, yep. uh, AC, yep. I almost called you Rob. Wouldn't that be great if there were two Robs? Oh, my God. <laughs> now I'm really I don't on. need him at all anymore. And I thought I was aroused about Breakout. Um, in, in addition to this... Technically, Fine. that's his masturbation. Did, did you know, AC? Yeah. Did you did you know? No. That there are actually other podcasts other than ours that you can listen to on the internet or smart device. We are the one and only, and I refuse to believe this. <laughs> well, I have it on. I have it on good authority uh-huh. that there is a, a Weeb site called GunnaGeek.com. I love those guys. Wherein you can find podcasts that aren't ours. Huh? Suspicious. That's what I, I know. call them bunch of suspicious Aloysius. I, I'm, I'm going to assume that this is not untrue, but I remain dubious. But let's, <laughs> let's. All right, so let's talk about one of these supposed podcasts. Which one are we going to do? Uh, for example, how about let's talk about better podcasting. Actually. Okay. Yep, we definitely need to do that. We, we probably we, won't listen to it because. We will feel very ashamed of ourselves. This is a, pro- a, a program that we should definitely listen to. Yes, we should. Episode 134. Oh, God. Of better po- I know, we've got a lot of, a lot we've of episodes a lot to get of catching up to do oh, on how to make a better podcast. Episode 1, Fire Rob. Episode 2, <laughs> make it. That's it. That's, that's all you need to know. Just get, just- it does take 138 episodes to fire you. We are still a long way off. God damn it. Uh, episode 134, Podcasting Without a Computer. Hmm. That's radio. That's called radio. (laughs) You idiots. You just invented radio. (laughs) You're not wrong. Should I keep reading the copy or should we leave it at that? Should we just leave it at you calling them idiots? We plugged your show. What do you want? (laughs) All right. I'll I'll, I'll continue reading. Okay. Yes, please. Have you... AC... Yes. Hey, AC. Hey, Rob. Hey, have you ever been in a situation yep. that you wished you could podcast in without using a traditional computer? Far away from you, yes, I have. In this week's episode, Stephen and SP run down a variety of different ways that you could podcast. 
and ways that they have podcasted in these kinds of situations. Number one, you can stand on top of a building with a rolled up newspaper and shout. That's good. Number two, you can walk up to random people on the street and just give them your opinion on video games. (laughs) That's what I do a lot. On the bus mainly. Number three, you can record with your phone. I'm guessing where this is going. Yeah. Look, I think that's where it's where it's definitely going to go. And we've done, you've done it, haven't you? Yep. At times, I, I have, think we have. I have done this. I have recorded a podcast with uh, the Fifth Beetle, mm-hmm. uh, Andrew Elchan Lynch. Yeah. In while, Japan. You were, while you were overseas. Yeah. It didn't sound too bad. It wasn't nowhere near this quality, but it was certainly listenable. Well, look. The funny thing is, these phones, AC, yep. they have pretty good mics. They do. For picking up voice yeah. within a couple of meters, because they mm. have the speakerphone option, mm. um, so you can actually record a podcast with a phone. It's not going to sound great, but you'll be able to hear it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it'll be audible, and yeah. yeah. So I'm pretty sure that's what they're going to say on that on that episode. You don't need to listen to. You it can now. also record things, and then like you know, you can even you could technically record a podcast on an audio cassette, and then feed it back through. Uh, and record it digitally onto a computer afterwards. You can technically do that. Yeah. I think, you know what I think they'll do though, is I think they will they will dish out some wisdom, AC, on post-processing to make the podcast that you recorded on your phone sound really nice. Cool. Okay. Uh, then that is actually worth, that is legitimately worth listening to. Yes. Also radio. <laughs> they are basically doing radio. So do check that out. That's on the Gunna Geek Network at gunnageek.com or you can go to their, their uh, official website, which is www.betterpodcasting.com Wow. Wow, they've got their own for that. That's pretty cool. Oh, plug that dumb site. So let's read the copy. <laughs> no, wait, did I say that? Oh, God. Um, I'm not racist. Wait, no. <laughs> he is. Thank you what for am I trying to recover from? I've forgotten. She Game Life Balance Australia, the Australian edition of the Game Life Balance podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening to us. Uh, rate us highly on all podcast apps. Uh, go to Gunner Geek and just say, look, these guys, these Australian guys, they're everything. You should pay them money, even though they don't have any money to pay us with. And they, they have are- some money. They're holding out on us. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> go there and tell them how cool we are because they don't believe us. And with plugs like that, how can you blame them? That's right. Um, basically, I'm on Twitter at ProdTally. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chad... Chad cut his... Okay, he didn't want to tweet, right? Mm-hmm. So I cut off his hands. Yes. And can you believe that makes him want to tweet less? <laughs> I know, it's kind of productive, it turns out. It, it wasn't my best idea, I'm going to admit that. But that stubby little bitch <laughs> needs to learn how to tweet more. <laughs> I, got him, I got him like a big iPad so he can like get his stumps and like force them up against the screen. It's a bit of a long tweet there, but he really needs to learn... How to survive on that one rat every two weeks we feed him. Yeah. He's just, he's getting selfish. I don't like it. All right. Well, maybe we'll get Chad to pick up his game a little bit. <laughs> he will. Um, all right, cool. And uh, with that, we might end this podcast. Podcast but, indeed. But thank you for listening. And uh, yeah. Our final word is that Wi-Fi is short for Wine's Fiction. Wine's Fiction.